Welcome to the My Mental Care Podcast, a series of conversations with everyday individuals about their mental health journeys. Through listening to their personal stories, we hope that you'll find safe spaces within yourself and your community to celebrate the ups and appreciate the downs in your road to a better mental health. My Middle Care is an initiative by the Singapore Mental Health Film Festival. SMHFF 2021 is happening from 22nd to 30th of May this year. The past year has been a unique experience for all of us and has highlighted the importance of having constructive and safe spaces to talk about mental health. Apart from topics ranging from dementia to suicide prevention, this year's festival will also feature films and panel conversations focusing on how the pandemic has affected our mental health. To learn more about the SMHFF 2021's program and how you can get tickets, please visit smhff.com and subscribe to our newsletter. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the My Mental Care Podcast. My name is Daryl, the Communications Director at the Singapore Mental Health Film Festival. Joining us today is someone you should be very familiar with, Cheryl Tan, our Executive Director. Welcome to the show, Cheryl. Thank you for having me here. It's funny to be on this other side of the conversation. <laughs> so we know a little bit about what the film festival is uh, hoping to achieve. Could you share more about what inspired everything? The film festival was a child born out of a social organization that I founded, the Breathe Movement. When I first returned back to Singapore from Canada, I was really interested to utilize yoga-based tools and philosophies to facilitate this conversation about mental wellness. In the course of doing that work, I realized that people didn't have a very good understanding about what mental health really means. And it was from there that I realized that there could be a possibility for a film festival on mental health. And so I started going around and asking people, what's the feasibility of actually starting a festival like such? And people were quite positive about it. And so in 2018, I gathered two of my very good friends and I put forth an application to the Toad Board and the National Youth Council and we got their support and funding. And so we launched the first film festival in 2019 at the Projector. Since then, we have realized that people are really interested to have more conversations about mental health in Singapore. So when we first started in 2018, one of the main things we really wanted to do was to reach out to the adult community, the adults who are actually supporting the youths and children. But the adults are the products of people from my age and a bit older. A lot of children back then didn't have much access to uh, mental health. And so knowing how to communicate it about mental health issues, it's quite uncomfortable for many people. And so one of the main intentions when we started a festival was really to encourage the adult community to realize that mental health is crucial and mental wellness is something that all of us should be accountable for when we can take care of ourselves first as adults we can then sit down with the child or with the youth and really properly digest the information and then help them you know whether it's to find solutions or whether it's to see a professional there are many ways to go around this but the most important thing is that as adults as individuals 
we all need to be well calibrated in order for us to really communicate about mental health. So throughout the past episodes, we have been talking about you know how the pandemic, how COVID nineteen has affected different individuals. How did the pandemic affect the Singapore Mental Health Film Festival? I remember. Sitting down at one of the coffee club with Abel, our programs manager, last year. This was just probably one or two days before Doscon R in Chapin. It was a world of huge uncertainty at that point. We had no idea when Doscon Orange was going to come. We engaged a lot of youths to come as volunteers for the festival, and so a lot of schools started pulling out. A lot of mental health organizations and social organizations as well started pulling out、um, because this was all protocols that they received from their organizations, and so we were left with this: like, you know, should we continue selling tickets or should we stop everything, cancel the festival this year, and then decide on how are we going to answer to everyone later? So the decision was to stall for one more day and pick up the phone and call all our sponsors, all our partners, to let them know that we are about to pull the plug and say we are canceling the festival for this year. And so the very next day, Doscon Orange happens. And we were like, "Oh my God! Okay, so like, thank God we we decided to go this route already, and thank God that you know we we have already contacted our partners and sponsors, and um we send out emails, and we're just like crisis communications mode at that point, and it just happened so fast. So it, good and bad things happen, right? Like um、uh, we had to postpone the festival and everything, but at the same time we learned so many new skills, and we realized that people really wanted to consume um videos on Facebook Live at that point, and so. So that was when we started working together with other agencies to come up with different panel conversations and push it out、uh, for the the rest of the year. So yeah, those were some of the things that came up for us during the pandemic. And yes, in the end, we actually decided to cancel the 2020 festival completely. But great news is that we are coming back on a hybrid model this year in、uh, May. Great! I think we are all really excited for. What's to come in the twenty twenty one festival, especially if we can't necessarily participate、uh, in person. At least it's good to hear that now there is an option that we can watch the films online, watch the panels online as well. Now going back to my mental care and what this podcast is is also to understand, you know, just to have a conversation about what your mental health journey has been like. On a personal note, what has been the biggest impact that you know twenty twenty or the pandemic has had on your mental health? Well. It was really hard. Like I mean, when we postponed the festival back in Feb, it was just running on adrenaline to kind of like figure out what were the next steps. How do you you know make sure the youth competition went out and stuff like that. By the time we finished that in in May, I kind of. Crashed in June. I was offline for a bit, and I really had to figure out how to wake up every single morning because I was completely drained. It was exhausting, and I was completely burned out. So you you mentioned something about being burnt out, right? At what point do you kind of realize? You know, because、uh, I'm sure a lot of us not being able to have a clear separation of like you know work and home.、Um, A lot of us have that same experience of like you know burning out. But at what point do you kind of realize that you know I, I think I've hit my limit and I need to take a break? When I found it really hard to wake up every single morning, and when I found it really hard to go to sleep at night,、um, and I knew that I wasn't grounded, 
and I knew that I was crying a lot and I just wasn't feeling at peace about anything. And I, 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 I just know that because I guess I do have a pretty good level of self-awareness. And so I knew that I was extremely, extremely burned out. But at the same time, you know, I was finding different ways of how to cope, whether was it practicing yoga and rock climbing has been one, has always been one of my, you know, ways of getting out there and use that adrenaline to kind of calibrate myself to a space where I can properly sort of articulate every single thing that I'm feeling to another individual. I knew I was burned out for a long time, but to actually be able to properly seek for support. It was a tough conversation enough for me to have with myself, um, let alone having it with another individual. I just felt so completely lost. But I have a lot of tools, my toolkit, like over the years, I've been building that up. So like yoga, meditation, um, rock climbing, so on and so forth. So I would recommend to everyone out there, you know, to build this toolkit, something they can fall back on when you don't feel mentally right in the sense you need to keep building this toolkit and and you always need to experiment with like the different tools they have to find some kind of calibration and I cannot emphasize how crucial it is to always seek for support because not just everyone can be can form your support system you need to find someone whom you trust who you know will actually hold your hand and walk with you through this journey without any judgment, without any questions. That is extremely crucial. And and so June really was a huge reset button for me. I think I only came back in July. It was uh, it was really hard to think about, okay, what do we do right now? What's the future of this organization? And, you know, with a huge help of like, Abel has been there throughout. And so the both of us started pulling together some panel conversations, working together for the next edition of the youth competition. And it was just like slowly, it helped perk me up because this whole conversation about mental health and realizing like, you know, there's just so many things out there that even I don't know about that I'm learning constantly. It gives me that drive to continue this conversation over here in Singapore. Alongside that, I would love to bring in about the um, the board of directors, like each one of them, they helped me cope through this period. And together as a board, we put forth an application to be a charity organization. And um, those little things really helped me sustain myself throughout 2020. You know, it's, it's a very tough conversation to have, to say you want to give up something that you founded. Um, and, and, you know, I'd also like to say that, you know, I'm super and I'm extremely privileged to have had all the support that I had last year, had it not been for my parents, my partner, um, my, my best friend, it would have been impossible, clearly impossible for me to get to where, the, where I'm at today. And also for the organization to be where it's at today, had it not been for this like massive group of people. So I'm extremely privileged to be in the position that I'm in right now. And um, I cannot thank like the people around me who have supported me throughout this whole process. So yeah, it, 2020 has impacted my mental health a lot, but had it not been for the support, it wouldn't have been possible at all to get to where we are at and I am at right now. Yeah, and 
is there anything that you have learned from 2020 about yourself? And I think I've been speaking to my therapist about this for over the past few sessions. And what I've learned about myself from 2020 and really just building this organization is I have really gotten a lot stronger mentally and emotionally. The amount of resilience that I have right now is so much more than when I first started the brief movement. And I'm truly, truly grateful for that. And there's still a lot more work to be done, quite honestly. And, and, and the work never stops. But yeah, with as with everything, yet a yin and a yang, these two things complement each other. So um, it would always be um, both an agonizing journey, but also a very rewarding journey. Yeah, thank you so much for sharing about your personal mental health journey in the past year. I'm sure a lot of us are looking forward to the festival happening on the 22nd to 30th of May. Thank you so much. And I guess I'll see you on the opposite side of the conversation <laughs> next time. To learn more about the My Mental Care Initiative and the Singapore Mental Health Film Festival, please visit smhff.com. You can also follow us on Instagram at smhff and find us on Facebook and LinkedIn at Singapore Mental Health Film Festival. And finally, to receive updates of new My Mental Care podcast releases, please follow us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, or whichever major platform you're listening from.